senior moment there uh, the the recruitment agency uh, public services commission and many credits to her uh, nargis sethi one of our most important well known civil servants and now inshallah she is going to help us work out civil service reform she has promised to do that second we've got uh, mr shahid kardar well known to you he's frequently with us so a well known partner of paid vice chancellor of beacon house ex governor central bank we've got mr shahid shafkat professor of um, uh, nfc college former civil service trainer many uh, things to his credit books and papers well known personality in civil service reform let's go to the next thing this slide we always show you just to remind us that we are a bigger nation just like a cartoon to begin with that the imf is chasing us and we are running around helter skelter crisis ridden chasing loans and uh, every decade we've been in the emergency ward of the world the imf must be something wrong with us i can't imagine that any country has been through this our long term growth is falling again i want you to remember this uh investment rate is the lowest in the world and declining so this is an amazing figure that investment rate is declining and don't think that anybody is responsible martial law civil service everybody has been in the fund program so please keep that in mind but our ancestors knew that our ancestors in 1950 made this cartoon lakatali walking on dollar crutches and people behind him the, the puppet master saying we'll keep them like this forever and they succeeded so these are standard slides we show second thing is in our webinars we have had many webinars and we have learned that the biggest culprit in the country is policy inconsistency and poor policy development especially tax policy which is bad we've got huge transactions cost in the economy most of it lies in the civil service there is an hrm negativity in our country both in the civil service and in the private sector sent set mentality prevails everywhere civil service is set private sector is set market is hardly there market is highly over regulated energy is a major problem we haven't dealt with it but it's also a governance problem it's also a civil service problem our cities are governed by the civil service our information resource sharing is governed by the civil service that's why we take up the subject we've had a number of education policies we've had a series of education seminars we had about five or six of education seminars and we noticed there's a policy every five years who makes this policy where does it come from and then we heard from major education figures in pakistan they say we never read these policies they are policies that are not worth reading so what is happening in our country we've had so many efforts at civil service reform look at that from 1948 to now there's been nothing else but civil service reform and we haven't done anything yet everybody's got a report or something sitting around and we done and not done anything yet so what's the story so what is this pretense the governance problems remain the same the public sector enterprises are draining the energy is draining education sector is declining i just talked to vice chancellor he told me the student population is declining so badly we don't know our cities are declining as you saw from karachi and seniority rules so that's a problem when we were, when i was in the planning commission we used this chart quality governance was on top vibrant markets creative cities and i think it's still very important without governance we'll get nowhere so the question that i want to raise with the panel is 
A number of questions. First of all, who makes policy in this country? We discussed this in foreign aid. We had three webinars on foreign aid and everybody agreed we don't make policy. The PEPRA rules were made by the World Bank. The NEPRA law was written by the World Bank. The PFM law is written by the donors. Everything is done by the donors. So what do, why do we need a civil service if everything by, is done by the donors? We have no MND in the country. Whenever we mention MND, they say, oh, please ask the World Bank ADB. So what is the civil service doing? I ask my panel, what is the civil service doing? Regulation, PSC and education. Is the civil service job to interfere with everybody? I have two people from the PID who are constantly sitting in the Ministry of Planning, talking to joint secretaries and section officers. Section officers and joint secretaries are calling them all the time. They have to sit there 24 hours a day. Why? Why are they fear an autonomous agency? Why do they worry us? So who is to blame for this mess? The politicians or the civil service? Somebody can please tell me. Civil service, the government, city, sorry, cities. Who owns the city? DC or us? Master plans. Civil servants love the master plan. We hate the master plans. We tell them not to make it. They say, no, we'll make it. So there's a gang of consultants who ro roam around civil service. Get that. Yet, despite master planning, we have no space for schools. All the schools are in houses. So what happened? Where did it go? So please, I just end here. Hey, this is tribalism. Our civil service is tribal. PS, DMG, OMG, PMS, etc. Why do we have these tribes? They're regiments. In this day and age, why do we have tribes? Professionalism. Where are the professionals? I mean, isn't it a bit about time? We've been discussing this since my father's time. Should we change it? Policy is made by donors. There's no autonomy anywhere. Every agency has civil servants bugging them, bugging the dead. It seems civil servants just make their day by bugging other people's lives. Can we use our resources better? Should there have been all Pakistan civil service, like from the DMG, today somebody told me, very interesting, all the way from the district magistrate to the PSPM and Nargis was the PSPM. There's only one service that rules. So how do we function? So my question to you very simply is, Nargis VB, what is the structure of the civil service? First of all, Nargis, we'll begin with you. First of all, let me ask you. Is civil service re re reform important or is it just something? Fine, we can leave it be, maybe another 100 years and we'll grow and then we'll worry about it. Is it something we should do now? Should there be autonomy in, in the, in, within the civil service? Should our cities be autonomous? Should our universities be autonomous? Should our universities and cities be professionally made? Should the civil service be making policy or should they leave it to the World Bank? Should they be worrying about ministry uh, regulation? Should be, they be poking their fingers everywhere? How can we rationalize this system? And who is doing the research in MNE in the system? Nargis Bibi, let me begin with you. I shall wicket the floor for you. Nargis Bibi. Thank you so much. Thank you. Asalaamu Alaikum to all. Uh, uh, is it, uh, I, I would like to know, is it three against one or are we all one? We are all one. We are all okay. one. Okay, okay. okay. Is this uh, an elite discussion for elite or is this discussion for everyone? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm a plebeian. No, I, I would like elite. to know in the beginning only because I need All a I'm... few clarifications why I thought but, I should find out. But Nargis, I'm saying I'm a plebeian. How can it be for the elite? <laughs> because I know that I'm going to you started off by saying that you are, you know, half your people are sitting in the planning commission. Dr. Nadeemullah, you had a chance to reform that. Why didn't you do it? Agreed. Why didn't you do it? 
and you the, had a chance of a lifetime you could have done and, it uh, anybody and, could have done it then it was you only totally agreed totally agreed okay okay you, you think it is easy you know it, it would be appropriate to agree and rather than disagree okay there is no denying that we need a competent effective neutral civil service there is no denying that and as we all know that it is the backbone of any country's governance structure but having said that i also feel that uh, this realization has been there all along hamesha se log is pe baat karte rahe and during the last 4 to 5 decades we have had all kind of committees task forces civil service reform units and commissions to look at this matlab koi and kardar sahab is sitting here he was part of the national commission for government reform when we had many many meetings which we attended together तो इसमें तो कोई कोई कह ही नहीं सकता कि ये क्यों किया एंड द लास्ट वन ऑफ दीज कमीशन डॉक्टर इशरत हुसैन लेट नेशनल कमीशन फॉर गवर्नमेंट रिफॉर्म जिसकी रिकमेंडेशन आर डिस्कस टू दिस डे एंड इवन दैट इवन दैट यू नो कमीशन इज नाउ समथिंग लाइक ट्वेल्व ईयर्स ओल्ड उसको भी इतने दिन हो गए और कितने कमीशन कितनी कमेटियां और कितने सिविल सर्विस रिफॉर्म यूनिट्स वी है so uh, i wonder ke unki implementation kyun nahi ho payi or what were the obstacles or what were the difficulties in my opinion you know in my modest opinion reports and fi- findings even have a shelf life such as such ncgr report now also is a more than a decade old matlab it has been more than 12 years aur usi ki reports hain jo aaj discuss ho rahi hoti hain baat ho rahi hoti hai debate ho rahi hoti hain aur jin pe jhagda ho raha hota hai so i feel that we need to be looking at reform but it cannot be the way it is being looked at and there is no denying absolutely no denying ki hame reforms pe kaam karna chahiye but right now there are many many uh, many departments who are working on reform there are many agencies who are assisting there are many donors who are assisting those departments you take you know the federal board of revenue the soe uh, power sector water sector energy sector every a different donor is attached with each one of them so i i i would like to know how are we going to put you know how are we going to look at all these donors or kis tarah se aage hum badhenge my opinion is matlab maine aapka i have taken your last point first jo aapke webinar mein it was mentioned ke how do we bring in more clarity and what can we do about it so i feel that um, we need to look at this aspect first so uh, dr ishwat ki report aaj bhi discuss hoti hai us pe aaj bhi baat hoti hai aur us pe aaj bhi us, usi mein se you know peace meal recommendations are picked up they are discussed and they are uh, they are presented before authorities for you know uh, decisions well in my opinion it cannot be like that if a report has been prepared then its implementation also needs to be looked at in its entirety Uh, one cannot select some recommend recommendations and ignore some as recommendations and all findings have an interlinkage the interlinkages they have interdependence they have connectivity so it is not possible ki hum ek recommendation ko dekh le aur hum samjhe ki uska koi connection nahi hai kisi dusri cheez ke sath so it is very very essential phir there are many donors like the i have remained secretary economic affairs also so i know that usaid is working with the power sector defed is also working world bank and asian development banks are working with the 
you know, uh, with the uh, Federal Board of Revenue, Germans are also working with some of the, with the power sector, taxation, private sector enterprises. They all, and all these donors have their own agendas and they have their own goals. So we need, in my humble opinion, you know, we need to have a homegrown, uh, as Dr. Dr. Nadimulak was also saying that we cannot be running to a donor all the time. We need to reform an institution or a, or a, or a sector. That is what we do in, 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 in the public sector, that we are, it is, it is actually the donors who are telling us what to do and how to do which is not, and, and that is the reason that we are not able to uh, take some realistic decisions or we are not able to do what we should really be doing. So, my way is that during the last four or five decades, we can maybe put all, all, all those things also have a shelf life, they have an expiry date, and we need to look at all these things afresh, like maybe others also said the same thing. But uh, uh, this is very essential. So I'm going to just float uh, my, my one of my you know, suggestions and then I will see what others have to say about it. I feel that we need to have some kind of, a, if we really want to move forward on reform the agenda, then we need to have some kind of a governance charter. We need to have something of the sort on which all stakeholders, all uh, all those who matter uh, can agree and then me and and then move forward in the sense that uh, right now is, is a very good time for all this in the sense that we have a pti led uh, federal government we have a pti led uh, provincial government in punjab and kp then we have a pti led kind of a pti led government in balochistan also and the only province where they do not have a government is uh, the province of sin so if somehow we can develop, have a discussion, initial discussion regarding as to what exactly do we want to achieve? Are we looking at, you know, uh, effective governance? Are we looking at, uh, uh, you know, at uh, good service delivery? We are looking at accountability. We are looking at regulation, you name it. Then we need to first have some kind of a consensus among all those who matter among the provincial government and the federal government. And maybe if I, I stretch it, then also amongst the political parties, unless and until that is done, I don't think we'll be able to make much headway. We have had, you know, efforts in the past. We discussed, I, I keep on reading articles in the newspapers. I keep on listening to people also uh, who are talking about civil service reform, but nothing seems to be moving. Like everything is where it was. You also said it in the beginning that nothing seems to be uh, moving forward and nothing is really happening. So if, you, if we really want some things to move forward and happen, then we must, have, we must have some kind of a consensus. We must have an agreement regarding these things. Only then we can uh, think of uh, uh, having some kind of reform. Uh, I, I don't think like maybe we can have a few more webinars and we, we can discuss the details like you're saying what kind of a structure we should have or how can we have regulation what should be the role of the you know others um, uh, who are sitting in the ministries uh, trying to control you know some of the organizations under them well all that is subsequent in my opinion if we really unless and until we can uh, we can develop a homegrown uh, reform agenda, we can have something which which we can develop on the basis of our own ground realities, on the basis of what 
the, the situation is in Pakistan. And if we are not, not going to do that, we, we, we can constitute another committee, we can have another civil service reform unit, we can have another commission, but uh, that will not work at all. This is what I can say after serving in various ministries and after heading a number of organizations, that this will not work. You, you, you have reforms for one, you try to reform one service, then you get a reaction. You try to uh, do it for the other one, you get a reaction. So nothing seems to be happening. We need to have a, we, need, we also simultaneously need needs to have a very effective, uh, uh, we need to have a very effective in implementation strategy also. But uh, in the first instance, uh, before we move, move forward with the specific reform, with specific recommendations, we must have some kind of a governance charter, a, an agreement on governance. How do we really, how, where, do, where do we see Pakistan? How do we plan to move forward? And maybe take it to the Council of Common Interest. If we can take it to the Council of Common Interest and have some kind of an agreement there, and you know, there we will have the chief ministers of various provinces sitting there. We will have the prime minister of Pakistan. We'll have all the relevant ministers also. Then we can think about, you know, uh, moving forward. And I, there is another point which I would like to make that during the last four to five decades, we have not really made any substantive prog uh, progress. We have not been able to move forward in any, in any way. I'm being candid, I will be frank. I know we have not really been able to do anything meaningful. But what I feel has really been missing is that in whenever we make recommendations and we, we put uh, proposals have been put forward, there has been resistance by the bureaucracy also, by various service groups. But there is one thing which has been missed by various commissions and which could have been done and in, in which uh, we could have taken care of what is likely to happen in the future and we could have done for, for the future generations also that we could have come up with some fresh recommendations for the entry level in the civil service of Pakistan. If we could have revised the, you know, the terms and conditions for those who are getting into the civil service today, for those who are appearing in the civil service examination, you know, those who are likely to be, you know, assistant commissioners and assistant collectors, then obviously all those who are wanting to compete and take the examination, they will not have any objection. They will, they will be most willing to come on any kind of, you know, uh, terms and conditions. So why have we not worked on that is something beyond me. So if we really want to show some progress also, and we really want to achieve something, then we can start off uh, from the entry level, whoever uh, is going to do that work can start with the uh, with the entry level, and then subsequently we, or maybe simultaneously we can look at other others also. So this is my this is what I have to say, and then maybe I'd like to hear the others also, and then contribute. Sure, thank, thank you, Nargis. As an opening statement, that's very good. Inshallah, we we'll be back when we want to mix it up a lot more. So let me turn to Mr. Said Shafkat. Said Sab, I mean, uh, absolutely, Nargis is right that we should have like a charter or like something and we should have some fresh thinking on the civil service but we two things are important one achieving a charter is very difficult to do and when we achieve a charter it's not necessarily that it's it'll lead to the best outcome two also we tend to over engineer the civil service reform or let me ask you a question do we over engineer the civil service reform for example why do we need one 
overarching civil service in the country. Sarit Sahib, do you think we do? Do you think we need this centralization that everything has to be done through Islamabad? Do you think that every university should be controlled by a deputy secretary? Do you think every regulatory agency should be controlled by a deputy secretary? <clears throat> do you think all the discourse should be run by the ministry in Islamabad? Sarit Sahib, what is your view on the overall structure of the civil service? Right, yeah. Uh, Nadeem, thank you so much. Uh, it's a it's a great opportunity, and uh, uh, I'm grateful to you for for uh, having me in. Uh, let me say a few things uh, very openly and in some ways critically. Uh, number one, uh, if you're thinking of recruitment, are you willing to really look at the composition of the provincial and federal public service commissions? They are only the beginning if you're thinking in terms of recruitment. And I have already done some work. Uh, I don't want to get into details of this. Uh, if you are interested, uh, there's a paper which, has a, uh, which I have recently put out on pathways to civil service reform and governance in Pakistan, mm -hmm. federal, provincial, and local level. So mm -hmm. my first point is that part of the difficulty in Pakistan is that all civil service reform has been basically focusing on the CSS services. And that's, uh, uh, you know, as a consequence of that, you are unable to see the total picture. Let me give you some idea of uh, uh, what is the nature of change. Uh, So first of all, and you started with donors and donor agencies and stuff really come. Yes. Is there a problem? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I couldn't okay. hear you. From. So, so number one is today is 9-11. What has been the impact of 9-11 on hmm? I think the two consequences of that adversity. And let me explain to you. Uh, hey, uh, are you able to see me? Are you able to hear me? Should I continue? There was some break. Sahih sahab, koi aapka sound kuch thik nahi aara. Adara, can you uh, shift a little? Aar? Haan, bilkul. I think, I think, thik hai chaliye. Let's go. I can't see him. Ab, uh, aapko aari hai awas? Haan ji, boliye, boliye, boliye. अच्छा पहली बात तो यह है कि जैसे मैं कह रहा था कि 9/11 के हवाले से क्या हुआ हुआ यह है कि 9/11 के बाद यानी 2002 से लेके और आज तक वी हैव वन ऑफ द बेस्ट एंड मोस्ट हाईली क्वालिफाइड सिविल सर्विस ऑफ पाकिस्तान अगर मैं आपको 1000 का नंबर दूं और उसमें से फुलब्राइट जो कि आप एजुकेशन के हवाले से ले जाएं और हमफ्री हेज और डिफेड और इतने मैं प्रोजेक्ट्स आपको बहुत से लिखे हुए हैं जो मैं बता सकता हूं तो मेरे पास जो तादाद है जिसमें के सिविल सर्वेंट्स ने आइदर मास्टर्स बाहर से किया या पीएचडी किया और वापस आए और सवाल यह है कि क्या एजुकेशनल क्वालिफिकेशंस की इंप्रूवमेंट जो है वो डिलीवरी ऑफ सर्विस में कुछ इंप्रूवमेंट पैदा करती है तो 0 प्लस 0 जो आप नजर आता है मगर इसके साथ ही साथ मैं आपको एक और चीज भी बताना चाहता हूं और मेरा ख्याल है कि इस वक्त की पाकिस्तान की जो सिविल सर्विस है उसमें बहुत ही क्वालिफाइड कॉम्पिटेंट एंड वेरी वेरी ब्राइट ऑफिसर्स हैव बीन जॉइनिंग एंड देन लीविंग सो द दूसरा कॉन्सिक्वेंस 911 का हुआ वो ये था कि 
वो बच्चे वो लड़के जिनको मैंने पढ़ाया देखा क्योंकि मेरा सिर्फ एक्सपीरियंस जो है वो किसी हुकूमत की जो है कमीशन के अंदर मैं ना इन्वॉल्व हूँ ना मुझे पता है ना कभी किसी ने पूछा है उनकी बात आप तक पहुंच सके तो जिस जिस तरफ मैं तोज्जो दिलाना चाह रहा हूँ वो ये है कि 2002 के बाद जब ये हो गया कि डोनर्स के जो हैं आने वाले डिफिकल्ट फॉर देम टू सॉर्ट ऑफ गेट इन टू आर कंट्री बिकॉज दिस वॉज ए नॉन फैमिली स्टेशन सो कॉन्सिक्वेंटली वट है ब्यूरोक्रेसी you have serious tr- trouble and consequences so the second point with this is that you know besides this not by design but by default we began to have this consultancy business which has fun part of it which is very very important 911 onwards the third is that there is a significant number of uh, uh, mid career civil servants who left and this is again i'm talking about the civil service that is the css services so this is the nature of change that has taken place so when you're really looking at this change you need to sort of comprehend and understand why is 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 that happening and who are the beneficiaries so uh, you know then mm-hmm. suddenly you began to see this inequality of income salary between the civil servants or among the civil servants that was one and it began to really transform the very nature of civil service so they left and then there was the third element that uh, there are good officers who left the service and there was no uh, attention paid towards it you know how do you keep the mid career uh, officers in the service and that became a a, a real challenge and continues to be a real challenge and there is not much that we have been concerned is that the civil service that we have today one way is that you should be able to as as you think in terms of reform you should be able to look at the qualifications improvement think in terms of you know if these are qualified people what about the training institutions what kind of training should be impart to the civil service from entry to middle career and then to the uh, ultimate stage that you want to go so, so that's something which which is there and we have not really paid any uh, uh, attention to it so this is the first part which is the css services now uh, why did i say are you willing to think in terms of changing the composition of the provincial uh, and the federal public service commissions and here are some of the things that i want to point out given 18th amendment now it is all the more imperative you see what has happened is if you really want to see reform happen let me put it very bluntly unless you break up the nexus between politician the dmg and police these three there is no way any reform is possible unless they from within want reform no reform is again possible and there are 
officers who would like to see reform happen, but then the power. And nobody is willing to do that federation. Then you think about power sharing. And power sharing, both in terms of decent concentrate. When I say devolution, you have to think in terms of administrative uh, devolution. So here, the point is that now is the time to think in terms of provincial cadres, provincial service, civil service uh, reform there. And there again, you have to worry about you know what will what will be what are the functions of provincial what are the functions of federal and what are the functions of local so if you are looking at these three then you began to ask yourself this basic question at what level and what should be the qualification of entry is it only thinking in terms of you know a grade 17 and above what about people who are uh, you know 8 and 16 in between those grades 7 and 18 so here my on this is you have to think in terms of really improving the skills, qualifications, training, and entry of a patwari, of a SHO, of a inspector. So there has to be a bottoms-up approach, and then there is there has to be a top-down approach. Shahid Kardar, uh, you know, a couple of years back, did some study on the provincial cadre. Uh, it did not go anywhere. I, I saw some of it, uh, you know, it was further amplified by two different uh, young civil servants, mid career civil servants, uh, didn't uh, really uh, uh, go and, and any far. And uh, when you look at the overall uh, reform commissions, you find yourself in a very difficult and different situation. So you here, you have to really sort of uh, uh, look at this a little more carefully. The last point uh, in my opening statement that I would like to make is that uh, uh, besides this training and, and, and really uh, thinking through uh, the training process, uh, the most important part, what one needs to look at is the ACR system that we have in the civil services, whether it is the provincial and the uh, uh, federal. Now, if I were to tell you that when I joined Civil Services Academy as one of the trainers, as chief instructors, all those who were either deputy secretaries or even sec, you know, like uh, in a position of a director, uh, they all ended up as secretaries, federal secretaries. So what, what I mean is that, you know, if you belong to a certain service and there is no possibility of of uh, scrutiny and uh, no possibility of uh, evaluation in a way that if there are 100 in one batch and all the 100 will be promoted. You see, it is very, very interesting to really uh, sort of look at this. So uh, my, my take will be to think in terms of the evaluation and promotion process, uh, both in the provincial as well as particularly at the federal. And, and that way, it's a, it's a tougher call and it is not easy and nobody's interested in bringing about a change there. Now, in, in this context, you can also look at the local government ordinance 2001. And what you find is that local ordinance 2001, by default, not by design, by default, it further reinforced the position of DMG and police. And I can go on on this, but you know, this is where 
my my basic premise is so if we really want to think in terms of a possible reform structure here are three things that i would like to suggest to you in terms of recruitment began to ask yourself that the recruiting agency's composition needs to be changed and it should be brought into some kind of a balance it should not be a parking lot only for the retired civil servants and uh, generals that is one part which is important it has to open up it has to broaden it has to be uh, uh, differently seen the examination system today invariably it is pointed out that 25000 or so appear or think in terms of taking the test eventually it is 6000 who take and out of those 6000 basically it is 500 who are really competing so uh, you know the rest is is not important you have to focus on 1000 so what kind of examination system you would like to have and what the, what will be the nature of service and there i would like to make only four services but i will stop here because i don't want to uh, you know really uh, give you a structure if you are interested in that again read my paper on pathways to civil service reform and governance in pakistan federal provincial local and i have specific recommendations in 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 that area and i can talk about it also but that's the nature of 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 it so uh, uh, the civil service can be revived energized and reformed if there is a broader consensus and broader consensus and a certain degree of ownership within the civil service that there is a need for reform and change otherwise uh, uh, you know things will remain as they are uh, and uh, not much is likely to happen uh, so you have to sort of really uh, look at some of these things a little more carefully and uh, move forward and i think uh, uh, there are uh, there are possibilities because those who are joining service they are not joining service only for public service public service or civil service is a calling it's a calling it's not simply a question of thinking in terms of what kind of honorarium or salary you are going to get uh, you know i forgot the se- second part of 911 that you know in education too we were able to get this uh, 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 tenure track system and uh, also the mp1 business and therefore you know the inequality within the education higher education also became a problem area so these are consequences in some ways of globalization but there are also consequences of post 911 world in which we began to see uh, some of these things so if you want to rectify them uh, and, and move towards some degree of reform you have to ask yourself this basic question uh, which uh, uh, was raised by uh, nadeem in, in in the opening statement also well, what kind of service what should be the goals and is uh, a is service at the federal level really needed uh, my my contention on this is that the kind of federal service that we have it has become extremely provincialized because i know most of the officers who reach grade 20 they stay in their own city in the capital provincial city they don't go out and you know you have all uh, uh, you know service the federal character of the service is really destroyed so reviving the federal character of service is essential if you want to keep the css services or revive the css services and therefore you have to really uh, look at this and as i say uh, i think in terms of four different streams in which uh, you know instead of 12 
you have four different streams and therefore you began to think in terms of linking it with the entry exam then the uh, midterm uh, uh, exams that is the mid career exams and then finally uh, you know sifting out and uh, making secretary uh, cabinet secretary establishment secretary as as the dean of civil service uh, as as you have in the case of army the ms branch and all that which is associated with it and i know it is easier said and for many it will seem as theoretical but that's the basis if you are really looking at it and you have to ask yourself do you need now uh, the position of a chief secretary and a ig uh, because you really want to control it through the federal or the central government the way it was so you know these are difficult questions but that is where the reform will come in if you are interested in thank you so much for your patience thank you said sir thank you very much i think there's a very grand tour i've just shown a paper to everybody i've downloaded it inshallah we'll be looking at it and we'll be talking to you more about it let me turn to shahid kardar shahid i always knew it was all your fault you have contributed <laughs> to oh, yes. you have done see the, the tragedy is nargis so... nargis and shafq uh, said okay. are actually showing skeletons in my cupboard <laughs> which is very unfair so i, I said me... it's all your fault but shahid let me ask you let me just quickly ask you this question shahid then you can go I think both the speakers have raised some very good points, but let me ask you. I mean, we are trying to re-engineer a whole system, and honestly, we are thinking still in terms that Lord Macaulay thought: recruitment, training, services, etc. What if we deconstruct the whole thing? What if we don't recruit through this major exam? What if we simply let all the agencies hire their own people? Will we have a bigger mess than we have today? actually i i would have come to your question anyway as part of my uh, presentation let me start off um, i'll be brief i'll take just 7 minutes i'll actually make notes for myself while i was listening to everyone i think the first question is what should be the role of government and i'm not talking federal provincial i'm just trying to understand what should be the role of government in in a, in, in a society and and an economy today i i categorize them into three three, I, uh, three categories what the government should not do and not pay for this is the government should not be in the business of running pias steel mills railways airports and so on so that takes care of some of the services that uh, perhaps are still very much a part of it the second what the government should pay for and should do examples for security order justice because you need them the third which to me is the more critical one and something that you just touched upon what the government should finance but should not do and at the best example that i can think of is education it is the responsibility of any you know responsible state to ensure that everyone gets free education up to say secondary level that's the financing part they should not be in the business of delivering the education because we've seen what they get out of it which brings me to second point which then means that the tasks and functions which have to be performed that we need to agree would be at which level of government and what would be the skill requirement for that 
the effective civil service your service delivery is one that we all know must be nearest to the service recipient so a lot of these so called social and economic services would really be much more at the local level any reform frankly and such of that actually referred to it has to be situated in the context of the erma environment post 18th amendment which is raises the question for the need to continue with the ps and the police so now you have after the 18th amendment can still have the same structure of the services that we think are still required which is the services for which we need to pay for and as well as do the fourth area under these conditions the federal government role should now be confined to my opinion my opinion to strategic direction policy formulation standard setting and monitoring and evaluation nothing beyond that a lot of un unbundling would need to be made which is something that uh, dr was talking about the fifth area i know secretaries keep complaining about being made the principal accounting officers and as accountable for a lot of things that have happened we need to look at the rules of business and nareem raised the question of policy let's assume that if the donor is not there at least at provincial level the policy is made by the secretary supposedly the federal government rules of business are different so the pars and you refer to that name uh, the pars are essentially concentrated in the office of the secretary and all functions and transactions are conducted in his name and he complains about it but i have not seen any secretary wanting to give up the pars of a po the principal accounting office the sixth area which brings me to the point that you made there is a need for unbundling through dedicated and independent autonomous bodies having adequate financial and administrative powers which would include recruiting people directly from the market who will be actually employed by that association or body or organization the seventh area which is not just um you can even reform some of the things simply through looking at the business processes for delivering a certain service um workflow can improve the efficiency and quality of service i mean our experience your experience nargis's experience will bear me out there are too many layers of processing you have an so you have the secretary you have joint secretary you have additional secretary all looking at the same bloody file and and the simplest example i can think of just to illustrate that you can actually improve the effectiveness and efficiency of service are how what we managed to do in the case of passports and cnics so business processes can also be improved if you want to improve service delivery which have nothing to do frankly with civil service reform so you can do them and that affects people much more directly than anything else the ninth area sorry the eighth area this present system we already know cannot induct and retain technical skills of the type 
that we now need in today's world. Today's world is much more complex. Economies, technologies are much more complex. And lack of professional skills in key position has resulted, we all know, in huge economic losses. Senior positions, therefore, should be open to competition. Please open them up to competition. No career path should be guaranteed. The ninth thing is this issue of the UPS, the unified, unified scale. Now, it, we seem to be saying that the social, secretary social welfare should be paid the same salary as secretary finance or the cabinet secretary. For heaven's sake, it should be linked to the responsibility that is being performed. Of course, performance part of it, but much more important. And it is because of things like these that you cannot induct and retain good quality professionals. And I'm referring, I'm trying to also address the question that you raised. Tenth is the compensation structure. We all know, uh, it has been said repeatedly, that the perks and privileges are rationalized, inequitably distributed. And of course, now we all keep talking about the pension scheme. So this business of perks and privileges can only be addressed by frankly monetizing them. And once you monetize them, I would start frankly with grades 20 to 22, simply because they're few in number. You monetize them today, and take away the bloody GOR houses and all the other things. So you give them market salaries today and take away these, and that will enable, actually free a lot of dead weight assets, can generate a lot of revenue to actually pay for this cost as well. So take them away first from 20 to 22, give the market-based salary, release, these non-productive assets which are lying in their control, they will be able to pay for that. Uh, and then you start moving to the other grades. I know the bulk of the civil services grade one to 16, but what we need to do is now look at the kind of skills that the civil service would need. We simply do two things. One, actually surrender all vacant section positions, grade one to 16. Second, through the process of attrition, I know it's a very slow process. What we do is people who retire, those skills are not needed. We all understand it's a very slow growing economy, very difficult to accommodate everyone. All we do is just make sure those posts get surrendered and of course, no longer are available for recruitment. The 11th area is that you mentioned, I know you mentioned policy, I know donors, very much a part of it, but wherever the policy has to be made at the level of the civil service, um, at the level of government, I've already explained in the rules of business, at least at the provincial level, the government is the secretary. The research-based reform, but yeah, it worries me enormously. Has anyone felt the need for research? Am I the point? Well, the, the classic example is why why do the government have made it? Which is only about very fine. But why do the government have made it? Has the government ever thought there was a need 
to actually induct typhide in, in any kind of research which would, would be an input for any policy making? No. So even when they've set up the own agencies, they're not a part of it. According to them, the TRs that statement are as, as to uh, in, uh, uh, university. It took them two years to actually draft the TRs. And I was told today, you have to complete the study in four months. Jaldi hai, sir. Iya kuch nahi, pichle pachas saal mein, ab sara kuch do saal mein karna. And then, of course, the role of donors, we all know. Uh, I don't want to go into the reasons for allowing. Okay, we lost Shahid. Okay, thank you very much. I think very good point, Shahid. We can see it's a big mess, but let me return to Nargis. Nargis, please batayye. Is this, can we, for example, separate the provinces and the federation and the local government? I mean, why, what is holding it up? Why is it that everybody feels that somehow the federal government, the PSPM should control everything? Why is the PSPM like the prime minister of the, of the um, uh, civil service? Why does everything have to go to him? This pyramidal structure was made by the colonials and uh, we still want to retain it. And so everybody wants to cling to it, especially the civil service. Why? Why don't you trust others to do the work? I am in agreement with what, you know, Saeed Shapka Saab and Shahid Kardar Saab were saying. I have had a long association with Shahid Kardar Saab. He was a member of the National Commission for Government Reform. And I was also the secretary of that commission. So we were together for about two years when this report was being prepared. Um, why do you why do you think that PSPM is the is you know is controlling everything? If it was not the PSPM, then before the PSPM, it used to be the cabinet secretary. So you need somebody who can you know coordinate the prime minister's office and the PSPM roles. You may be very surprised to hear this and I'm telling you this with, uh, you know, because I've remained on both the position that PSPM is the most, is one position where you do not have any authority and power of your own. Like you do not have any kind of an administrative authority there, whatever you're doing, you're doing it on the basis of what the prime minister's authority or powers are. Whereas an, a federal secretary sitting in another, in, in another division or a ministry would have much more authority and power. This is something which is, you know, a lot of people do not appreciate, do not, uh, you know, realize that. But uh, this is what I can tell you. So maybe okay. we don't need a PSPM and we can ask the cabinet secretary to do whatever is being done by the PSPM. So in my opinion, it there has to be a secretary only who is working with the prime minister and let 
let's not call that person the principal secretary to the prime minister i have no issues with that you know but what i'm i'm again going back to what i said in the beginning that you know we need to move forward like whatever shayad kardas saab was saying or whatever said shafqat saab was saying he was saying i am not in disagreement what they're saying is you know spot on and what they're saying needs to be done uh, we need to do that but the thing is that lot of other people have also been saying the same thing and we have seen the recommendations and proposal being made in various uh, in the reports of various commissions and by the task forces and by the civil service reform units and you know so many others which have been constituted which were established during the last 50 years but please tell me like i am asking you what have what have we achieved if we are in today like in this webinar we are still discussing you know the per should not have this kind of an important this is how we are supposed to have an acr or you know the pas and police service should not be having the, this kind of power or they should be having this kind of an of an authority or you know this is what needs to be done under the 18th amendment now even the 18th amendment is more than 10 years old so we are still discussing these things so we we have to appreciate and realize that that there is something which is not right there's something which is not correct something is not happening you know which should have been happening so what is it that is not happening exactly like we, we 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 must realize and we must understand that so can, can i can i respond to what uh, the point let nargis finish then you can come in let the last point finish. made by nargis very quickly okay sure, sure. i think she's completed mm -hmm. no it, it's very simple right no i haven't completed but you can hamare yahan it acha sorry 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 let her complete let her complete chair then you can come in ha लेकिन अब बात सारी ये है कि हमने ये सारी चीज मतलब हमने इतने कमीशंस इतनी अथॉरिटीज इतने रिफॉर्म यूनिट्स वी हैव कॉन्स्टिट्यूटेड एवरीथिंग एंड ऑल दीज रिकमेंडेशंस इफ वी लुक एट व्हाट हैज बीन हैपनिंग एंड रिकमेंडेशंस ऑफ ऑल दीज कमीशन एंड टास्क फोर्सेस देन यू विल सी दैट ऑल दिस what is being discussed today has been suggested by one reform unit or by one committee or one task force it is this is not something totally new this has been suggested this has been proposed this has been you know what is holding it up what is holding it also. तो बात सारी ये कि ये कोई नई बात तो हम नहीं कर रहे मतलब ये और है ये बताइए होल्ड अप क्या कर रहे हैं होल ये है कि हम हमारे पास मतलब जो जो इन चीजों को मैं बता सकती हूं ना आपको आई हैव बीन पार्ट एंड पार्सल मतलब मैंने आई हैव डर्टीड माय हैंड आई हैव बीन इन द मिड्स ऑफ एवरीथिंग आई एम नॉट सेइंग इन ऑन द ओनली ऑन द बेसिस ऑफ द बुक्स आई हैव रीड मतलब मैंने ये सब अपने हाथों को गंदा करके अपनी वो की है ना तो आप ये ये कह दें कि ऐसे कर दें मगर आप ये भी तो देखें ना कि जो बनाने वाले हैं जो कहते हैं कि वी नीड टू हैव रिफॉर्म वी नीड टू फुट मूव फॉरवर्ड उनकी उनकी कमिटमेंट क्या है मतलब डू दे रियली वांट दोस थिंग्स टू हैपन ऑल राइट यू हैव रेजिस्टेंस फ्रॉम द सिविल सर्विस ओके द डीएमजी द पीएस द पुलिस द कस्टम वी डोंट वांट लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स टू हैपन बट व्हाट अबाउट ऑल दोस हु हैव who who are who are passionate passionate about these things who have made this part of their uh, election agenda their manifestos why are they not moving forward like these recommendations aap jo keh rahe hain wo pehle bhi pesh ki gayi to unhone kyun nahi ki iska matlab hai ki there is something lacking somewhere matlab shayad wo commitment nahi hai shayad wo wo utni will nahi hai ya utna utna 
उतनी ताकत नहीं है कि आप मतलब उतनी रेजिस्टेंस ले सकें तो दैट इज वॉट आई वॉज सेंग इन द बिगिनिंग दैट वाई वेस्ट नो टाइम ओके लेट्स कमीशन टूडे मेक समन एल्स द चेयर ऑफ दैट कमीशन और उससे भी कह देते हैं कि छह महीने में आपने देनी है बट मैं ये कहूंगी कि ना बनाए अनदर कमीशन वी डोंट नीड अनदर कमीशन वॉट वी नीड इज इम्प्लीमेंटेशन स्ट्रेटेजी प्लीज जो आपने पहले भी प्रपोज किया उसमें से आप मुझे ये तो नहीं कर सकते पार्टी को अच्छा लग रहा था ये वाला पार्ट पी एम एल एन को अच्छा लग रहा है ये वाला पार्ट पीटीआई को अच्छा लग रहा है तो ऐसे तो नहीं हो सकता कि यू कैन जस्ट पिक अप वॉट suits you wo report is interconnected tomorrow if you are going to make you know a, spe- a specialized services you're going to have any as you're going to have three mainstream services to uski koi repercussion bhi hai na uska koi impact bhi hai na to wo wo kaun matlab aap unko silos mein ya unko alag alag karke to nahi dekh sakte to pehle to puchne wali baat ye hai ki jo jo political office holders hain unki commitment kya hai agar unki election मैनिफेस्टो का यह हिस्सा था तो डू दे नीड टू मूव फॉरवर्ड नॉट लेट मी टेल यू दैट यू नो मतलब आई एम नॉट फॉर दिस गवर्नमेंट और दैट गवर्नमेंट आई डोंट केयर मतलब आई एम सिविल सर्वेंट एंड आई वॉज आई एम नॉट सिविल सर्वेंट नाउ बट आई वॉज वन तो जब इलेक्टोरल लाइक कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल रिफॉर्म वर पार्ट ऑफ द नाइनटीन टू हंड्रेड एंड एट इलेक्शन मैनिफेस्टो ऑफ द पीपुल्स पार्टी सो दे वर्क ऑन दो मे बी दे वर्कीन अबाउट अबाउट दो रिफॉर्म सो दे केम अपीनथ अमेंडमेंट मतलब फिर उन्होंने उनको ट्रांसलेट किया ना तो एटींथ अमेंडमेंट बना तो जो सिविल सर्विस के रिफॉर्म्स हैं उसको हम क्यों नहीं ट्रांसलेट कर पाते और हम क्यों नहीं आगे मूव कर पाते तो वॉट आई एम सेंग इज दैट वी नीड टू मूव फॉरवर्ड वी नीड टू मूव फॉरवर्ड विद स्ट्रेटेजी एंड नॉट ओनली कि हमने ये 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 होना है जो भी whatever was being discussed right now you know wo to bilkul theek hai matlab usse koi disagreement hi nahi hai magar mujhe koi ye bata de how are we going to move forward when we have resistance as you were saying and i also realized that there is a resistance jab tak itni resistance hogi to implementation kaise hogi what is the implementation strategy for all this yes, thank you great shayad you want to say something i think just something very quickly dekhen baat kya hui wo to keh rahi hai kyun nahi to wo theek hai baat sawal jo hai I mean, the, the the simplest example in support of that is the 18th Amendment. Because the size of the federal government has remained the same. Think now, you would expect the size to be now. Us oppose kis ne kiya? Dono ne. Bureaucrat kya raha hai? You khas tor pe DMG ke iska matlab hai main joint secretary retire ho jaunga. So obviously you need enough secretary secretary position at the level of the federal government. Acha wo jo election jeet ke aaya wo kya tha? Yar iska matlab hai main minister nahi banunga. so it's yes it's an excess i i can see that immediately it's a very strong nexus where both sides want ke yaar uske paas ek position so let's stop here and uh, yes the implementation let me, this, a- let me do this let me bring in shakil durani another eminent civil servant who's mashallah done it all and very well respected shakil sir very quick question ye bataiye secretary ki power you were chairman wapta who was more responsible for the uh, energy problem you or the or, or the secretary of uh, energy and how do we deconstruct the secretary please bataiye uh, thank you dr saab uh, one or two uh, issues i just want to raise and one of those was already raised by nargis you know when you are looking at the civil service reforms 
don't ever think that you'll be able to reform the society merely by focusing on the civil servants. Mm -hmm. I've read for, for, for 45 years with a politician, you need to improve the working conditions, the political culture of the politicians, because mm -hmm. most of what happens is done by the politicians. The powers of the bureaucracy are being overestimated. That is not so in real life. You know, the bureaucracy works under very tight parameters, all the more so over the last few years, but the, the powers of the politicians are limitless. Okay, who was responsible for the IPPs, the politicians? I was, I was there. Who's responsible for this urban metros, the BRTs, the politicians? Why is the steel mill not being privatized, the politicians? Why have successive governments not been able to uh, bring about any change in the administration of justice? That is one issue which is critically hampering the society of Pakistan. Civil cases, criminal cases just won't get decided. As simple as that. Mm -hmm. and, and so on and so forth. Why is it that there's a literacy rate of 58% in Pakistan today, the politicians? We are being swamped by people. After you Khan, no one has been bothered about the family planning. And that is the one subject that's going to destroy this country. And who's responsible? The politicians. Now, you know, you are overemphasizing all these things. But the other point which uh, Mr. Saeed Shafkat raised was also very relevant. You know, we are talking of reforms, but we are also talking of process improvement, procedures. And most of the procedures and processes could be improved without a National Civil Service Reform Commission. The Reform Commission should focus, in my opinion, on two or three things, and they have been mentioned, and Shahid Kardar also mentioned that. I'm glad those issues were raised. Number one, is the selection system fair, and are we selecting the best? I think we are, as far as the Federal Public Service Commission is concerned, those who apply, by and large, the best are selected. If you do not apply, that's up to you. In Lawrence College, in my class, there were two or three people who were much better than me. Had they mm -hmm. taken the CSS examination, they would have walked into the CSP. They did not take it. They became engineers. So they are fault. Mm -hmm. But having done that, having said that, just on the basis of one examination conducted 30 years or 40 years back, mm -hmm. you know, you cannot stop the entry of, uh, of the professionals professional entry, not like Mr. Bhutto's lateral entrance, but properly uh, selected, identified professionals have to be brought in from the private sector, bring them for three years, bring them for five years, bring them for a longer period. But that's very important. Secondly, we must give a fairer share to the provinces. Now, I, I've been a chief secretary, I've been uh, serving the tribal areas everywhere, and I know some of these provincial service officers are top class. Up to a certain moment in time, you know, the PCS used to be inducted into the CSPs. That was stopped about 20 years back. That was wrong. Do you know, Mr. Ghulam Khan was a PCS officer. Do you know that the finest officer ever that I've seen, executive field officer, Sayyid Faridullah Shah, was a PCS officer. So we must encourage the PCS officers, just like the police does. One third of all PSPs are provincial service people. And that must happen over here also. But we must get people from outside for a shorter period. And Shahid Kardar is right. In uh, ministries like the Commerce and EAD and uh, even in Water and Power and all these other agencies, 
you need to get experts even though too many experts are overrated i've seen experts chartered accountants and others who have worked in england and they have worked over here and they are uh, they are uh, really lost but they are good ones and they are bad ones everywhere so uh, i think this is the subject of reform what's the you know you have to give them a reasonable compensation packet but but you have to hold them accountable now unfortunately just like the politician today is not accountable the civil servants are also not accountable you know there must be a means to check the delays just as there should be means to check the politician for example if you don't listen to a politician the easiest thing for him to do is to post you out now that power he cannot exercise that is just wrong and if the politician you know i i can quote you examples uh, where a secretary in the ministry of western power did not listen to a minister so he removed him within 24 hours i think the ombudsman must have the uh, authority to undo such biased or uh, those uh, subjective uh, postings where a person does not listen uh, i as chairman wabda i did not listen to a minister he wanted to remove me but he couldn't because my tenure was protected uh, through a statute five years so he could not remove me you know the security of tenure is very very important and the ministers and these politicians should not have the authority to to remove a person just because he doesn't listen to them but mm. i'll just end over here uh it is important to reform the uh, to bring about reforms but most of these changes are just processes and procedures for which we do not need a a, a blue ribbon commission uh, to sort things out but secondly uh, we must hold the politicians account thank you dr nadeep thank you jini thank you very kind of you good good but i think shakil sahab i'll come back to you the panel again i think shakil sahab was very very pro the civil service yes the politicians are to blame but i don't think the politicians are to blame for everything for example let me ask you a simple question are the politicians to blame that today the university of faisalabad vice chancellor after 3 years in court has gone to the supreme court because the selection process was so deeply flawed why can't we select good people because despite the fact that civil servants want to recruit people pspm wants to approve people and yet we can't find good people to serve in public sector agencies majority of them are empty and the places where they appoint people they are not the best people would you agree with me nargis or am i wrong so uh, let me tell you this thing in the kp province today 16 universities do not have 16 universities do not have a vice chancellor in most cases because uh, of infighting uh, between the educationist uh, and the politicians now i work for the ulam e sakhan university and we have never had a problem because the government is not involved well before a rector retires we have already selected someone through an open competitive merit and we uh, the sort of people that we select are world beaters so uh, you we need to really find out uh, why 14 out of the 16 14 universities or 16 universities in the kp do not have vice chancellor for two years so there's really something wrong uh, we must be held to account but let me also just uh, in, the, in the passing pass uh, say that the bureaucracy must be held to account you know deputy commissioners and commissioners and political agents and everyone 
have to be uh, held to account. Similarly, the police must be held to account. Uh, and uh, thanks to General Tanvir Nakvi and General Musharraf, they brought in a system of the police. You know, all these people sitting here today, if you were to go to a police station, I guarantee you, none of you can get a FIR registered. All these 80 people who are sitting here today. Because I, twice in my life, tried to get an FIR registered. I could not. And I had some authority, some influence. I could not do that. And then I had to ask someone in the police to get it registered. So uh, the thing is that everyone has to be held to account prom promptly, effectively, and that's not happening. And, uh, you know, why did that civil cases and other cases last a decade or more? Is anyone held to account? No. And why is the government not doing something about it? This government has been in power for two years. Before them, there were two governments in power for five years each. Why is the reform process in the judiciary not being improved or in the policing not being improved? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Nargis Bibi. <laughs> Nargis, you have to uh, unmute yourself. You know, you can, you, can, you can quote a lot of instances and say that, you know, um, the vice chancellor of a particular university has been removed or he has not, or, you know, the government has gone against him or uh, something of the sort. But this is, this is not what we should really be discussing because there are 20 other kind of instances also which I can quote. So th there is no point like in a discussion of this uh, level where you have such eminent people here sitting. So you should be looking at the larger picture because we have had this kind of a discussion in the past also in a number of other fora. And we have, we, I have seen, I see an article on the civil service reforms every day in one of the leading newspapers and mostly in the English newspaper. You know, you see an article and somebody or the other is commenting that we need to have civil service reform. Like I'm sure Durrani Saab or uh, Kardar Saab or Shakta Saab, we are not saying that we don't need to have reform. We need to find out how can we implement what we are saying. We, I'm repeating again, you know, we, have, we, have, we, we all realize that, you know, in order to have good governance, in order to have better service delivery, in order to have accountability in the civil service, we need to move forward. But how are we really going to do that? Because when you were, when I was looking at the, at the aspects which you have highlighted in your webinar uh, today, the last one, to me, the last one appeared to be most relevant which was saying that we need to bring in some more clarity. We need to talk about how to really go forward. What can we really do? Like there, we can all talk about what, 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 are not, what are the faults of the Pakistan administrative service or why should they be controlling everything? Why is the federal secretary so strong? Why do they have a specific houses? And why do they have these cars? There are a lot of other stakeholders also in this country. I'm very surprised they also have all these things. I've never heard a discussion about those things. Why is it that we hear a discussion only about, I'm not defending. I'm not defending as Shakil Sa was explaining, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, have you, are, are the are, are, are civil servants the only one who have, they should not be having designated houses, but are they the only ones who have designated houses on the main, you know, uh, roads of this country in the urban center? Are there no one else? Are there no other stakeholders who have these kind of perks and privileges? Why? How come we don't discuss that? You know, there, 
there is there, i don't I'm we're going to discuss know. railways we're going to discuss railways railways ke paas mein we are going to discuss it we are going to discuss them too i'm not talking about railways we are going to discuss we are going to discuss can i can i just say to aapke aap just a second aapke par jalenge wo discuss karte the na मतलब आप कह तो रहे हैं मगर आपके आपके पर भी चलेंगे आप नहीं 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 प्लीज मेरी मुझे अलाउ मी टू फिनिश व्हाट आई एम सेइंग मतलब ये नो ये तो बहुत आसान मैं तो ये डिनाई नहीं कर रही ना जो आप कह रहे हैं आप वट एवर यू सेइंग कारदार साहब आई एम आई एम इन हंड्रेड एंड वन परसेंट इन एग्रीमेंट विद यू बट वॉट आई एम सेंग इज की हम हाउ डू वी मूव फॉरवर्ड वॉट इज इट दैट वी रियली नीड टू डू ताकि जो हमने पचास साल में जो रिकमेंडेशन बनाई जो बातें की जो आप कर रहे हैं उनको हम कैसे हाउ डू वी टेक देम फॉरवर्ड मतलब उसमें सेलेक्टिवलीफॉर्मेंटेड we need to have so many streams we need to you know do away with so many card posts we need to include these posts in this service so this is really not going to resolve the issue this is not going to make any difference to what is happening now you can have a discussion for you know as many hours as you like but this is not this is not really going to help and this is not going to bring in any kind of an improvement you must take into consideration the ground reality what is happening on the ground how uh, how can we really move forward thank you great very quickly two points one civil service main to khair ps ki baat hi nahi kar raha tha everyone should all should be monetized that's all i was saying so that applies to everyone irrespective of it is in fact just to let you know our university mein bhi yahi aata tha i've come back and i've joined and i've said everything is monetized and the story जस्ट टू गो बैक टू समथिंग दैट शकील साहब से कि यार ये पॉलिटिशियन है वेरी सिंपल क्वेश्चन ये दासू को ग्राउंड रीजनिटी Politicians have understood this. This must have been people sitting in finance, as well as in. I'm not against. I'm not attacking them. All I'm saying is, the RBI is saying that the Dasu is not being made. Politicians are opposing it. That was not the case. It was the decision was being must have been. I repeat, must have been. I wasn't even there. Must have been driven by. the civil servants sitting in ad and ministry of finance as i suspect the state bank they are doing because of a foreign exchange so ye kehna ki har cheez siyasatdan kare the sorry i i can't buy that it will depend on the issue subject and i'll stop here ha i think this is a very important subject which has to be thought through and we will talk about it. and that's the reason why for having this webinar or such webinars because we really must try to understand these subjects it's not a question of ek report ban gayi maybe that report wasn't as good as it we thought it was said sir go ahead please please behad shukriya main do teen baatein aapse kehna chahta hu pehli baat to ye hai ke जी सर साहब एक सेकंड दीजिए 
پہلی بات جو میں کہنا چاہتا ہوں کہ ایک ایک گفتگو جس پہ میں تھوڑا سا کین تھا کہ شاید آپ لوگ بات کرنا چاہیں اور میں نے کہا تھا کہ دیکھیں ریکروٹنگ ایجنسی جو ہے وہ آپ کا فیڈرل پبلک سروس کمیشن ہے اور کیا آپ اس کی کچھ اس پہ گفتگو اور اس کی تبدیلی یعنی صوبائی اور جو ہیں فیڈرل اس پہ کچھ سوچنے کو تیار ہیں نمبر دو میں اس نتیجے پہ پہنچا ہوا ہوں کہ فیڈرل سول سروس کی جو ریفارم ہے جب تک سیاسی اور سیاستدان اور سیاسی قوتیں اور بیوروکریسی خود ایک مشترکہ طور پہ ایگری نہیں کریں گے اس وقت تک کچھ ہو نہیں سکتا آپ بھٹو صاحب کی ریفارم کے ساتھ ڈس ایگری کر سکتے ہیں یہ کہہ سکتے ہیں کہ وہ جلدی آ گیا ایک کسی کو نقصان پہنچا وہ ایک علیحدہ ہے مگر اس میں سے ایک چیز جو میں سمجھتا ہوں جس پہ کوئی توجہ نہیں دی جاتی وہ ہے یہ کامن ٹریننگ کا پروگرام جو موسیقی وہ وہ لوگ ہیں جو ڈیلیوری اس کے ایف آئی آر کی کہانی پیش کر دی ٹھیک ہے بالکل درست ہے اور یہ بہت چیلنجنگ ہے ماڈل پولیس اسٹیشنز بن گئے ہیں وہ آپ کو فٹافٹ دے دیتے ہیں لیکن ایف آئی آر درج نہیں ہوتی تو یہ ایک اپنی جگہ پہ مسئلہ موجود ہے سو جو آپ کر سکتے ہیں وہ یہ ہے کہ آپ اس طرف توجہ دلائیں کسی طریقے سے کہ آپ جو پروونشل سروسز ہیں اور جو لوکل گورنمنٹ ہے اس کی ڈلیوری آف سروس اور اس میں پرفارمنس ایویلویشن اس میں جو مانیٹائزیشن جس کی بات کی جا رہی ہے کیونکہ میں سمجھتا ہوں دیکھیں جو سول سروس ہے وہ پبلک کالنگ کے لیے ہے اٹس یو نو یو ڈلیبریٹلی ڈسائڈ ٹو ڈو سم تھنگ فار پبلک یو ہیو چوزن اے کیریئر اینڈ دیر فور یو آر تھنکنگ ان ٹرمز آف یوریلی یو نو یو آر دا اسٹیٹ جو باہر دیکھنا ہے ملنا ہے سول سرونٹ کوالیفائڈ نہیں ہے تو وہ حکومت کی کوئی بھی چیز جو ہے نہ ڈیفینڈ کر سکے گا نہ ایکسپلین کر سکے گا اور نہ آگے اس کو پرپورٹ کر سکے گا سو اس طرح سے یہ دیکھنے کا ہے مگر جو دوسرا جہاں پہ آپ آسانی سے کچھ کر سکتے ہیں وہ ہے آپ کا پروونشل سروسز کے ان کو کچھ بہتر کرنا ان کی ڈلیوری آف سروس کے لیے کام کرنا ان کے کیریئر کے پروگرس کے لیے کچھ کرنا یہ ہے جس کی طرف آپ کم از کم جو دلا سکتے ہیں اور کچھ لوگ ایسی کر سکتے ہیں لیکن جو اوپر کا لیول ہے اس پہ جب تک آپ کے خاص طور پہ دانوں کو کونسل آف کامن انٹرسٹ میں اس کو ایک ہوگا جب آپ جمہوریت پہ یقین رکھتے ہیں جب 
آپ جمہوریت کے سیاسی نظام جو ہے وہ بھی درست کرنے کی ضرورت ہے تو یہ جو ہے ٹوٹیلٹی کی جس کو آپ پکچر دیکھتے ہیں تو آپ کے لیے آسان نہیں رہتا لہٰذا آسانی یہ رہتی ہے کہ آپ کہتے ہیں کہ سول سروس کو ریفارم کیا جائے کیونکہ سول سروس جو ہے وہ اسٹیٹ کی نمائندگی کر رہی ہے اور خاص طور پہ آپ دیکھیں کہ سیاستدان کیوں نہیں چاہے گا کہ ڈپٹی کمشنر ختم ہو کیونکہ اس نے اپنے ڈسٹرکٹ میں جب جانا ہے تو وہاں پہ وہ ایک فرد سے ڈیل کرنا بہتر سمجھتا ہے تو نسبت چار الیکٹڈ لوگوں سے سو یہ جو رویے ہیں ہمارے اور جو ہمارا کلچر ہے اس اس کی طرف غور کرنا چاہیے کہ ہمارے ہاں ایشو گورننس کا جو ہے وہ ٹیکنیکل ایشو نہیں ہے یہ کلچرل ایشو ہے اور اس میں رویوں کا یو نو ایٹیچیوڈس کا بلیفس کا وے آف لائف کا بہت عمل دخل ہے اور اس کو اگر آپ تبدیل کرنے کے لیے تیار نہیں ہیں اور وہ اسی صورت میں ہوتا ہے کہ جب آپ ٹیکنالوجی پہ کو ایکسپٹ کرنے کے لیے تیار ہوں اس کو ریلائی کرنے کے لیے تیار ہوں اور اب تو میں سمجھتا ہوں کہ میں یہ آخری بات آپ سے کہوں کہ آئندہ آنے والی پانچ سے سات سالوں میں ریاست اور مضبوط ہوگی کیونکہ ریاست ہے جس کے پاس ٹیکنالوجی اور سرویلنس خاص طور پہ اور سرویلنس انٹیلیجنس یہ چیزیں اگر ان کے پاس آئیں گی تو کنٹرول ورسز لبرٹی کا جو بحث ہے وہ یہاں پہ بھی آئے گی اور کسی حد تک ہو رہی ہے کہ سوشل میڈیا کو کیسے مینج کریں تو یہ یہ چیزیں ہیں جس میں ایک کولیکٹو ریسپانسبلٹی اور جو ہے جس طرح سے آپ یہ اس وقت ہم چار لوگ گفتگو کر رہے ہیں آئی وش کہ کچھ میڈیا کے لوگ نظر کو بزنس مین کو بھی سنا جائے اور پھر بیس ہے یہ پروونشل اور فیڈرل پبلک سروس کمیشن ان کو درست کریں اور پھر جیسے ندیم آپ نے کہا تھا کہ ڈپارٹمنٹل ریکروٹمنٹس بھی اپنے طور پہ ہوتی ہے اس کا بھی ایک پروسیس موجود ہے اس کی ٹریننگ کا بھی طریقہ کار موجود ہے تو ان کو اگر کسی نے اسٹریم لائن کرنا ہے تو اس کو دیکھا جائے اور پھر یہ جو ساتھ ہی ساتھ یہ کہ آپ نے جو ہے ایک سے زیادہ سیکٹری ڈپٹی سیکٹری اسپیشل سیکٹری بنا دیے پھر اس کے بعد آپ نے یہ اتھارٹیز بنا دی تو یہ ساری چیزیں جو ہیں یہ دیکھنے کی ضرورت ہے اور ان کو ختم کرنے کا وہ ہے تو وہ ہے جو کہ زیادہ اہم ہے اگر اگر ریفارم کی طرف توجہ ہے یعنی اس کے بغیر کوئی پرائرٹی سیٹ کرنے کے لیے اور میری جیسے میں آپ سے عرض کر رہا ہوں میری پرائرٹی اس وقت یہ ہے کہ فیڈرل سول سروس ریفارم اتنی آسان نہیں ہے فیڈرل اسپرٹ کو ریوائو کریں اور کوشش کریں کہ کسی طریقے سے پروونشل اور لوکل لیول پہ جو ہاں ڈلیوری آف سروس میٹر کرتی ہے ادھر کچھ آپ بہتری لائیں اور اس کی بات جو ہے باٹمز اپ اپروچ جیسے میں کہہ رہا ہوں اس کی بات پہ آپ اوپر سے جتنی چینج آ سکتا ہے نیچے سے تو کچھ کرنے کی کوشش کریں شکریہ بہت بہت تھینک یو سب کا سعید صاحب یو ار ایبسولیٹلی رائٹ دیکھیے جی دو باتیں میں سمپل سی کہہ دوں دین آئی موو آن ٹو دا فلور گیٹ سم کوسچنز فرام دیم ہبیبی ار ریسرچ انسٹیٹیوٹ وی ار تھنک ٹینک وی ار پیڈ فار بائی دا ٹیکس پیئر سو آر جاب ریئلی از ٹو ٹرائی اینڈ انڈرسٹینڈ اینڈ ریز کوسچنز اینڈ ٹو ٹرائی اینڈ ڈیولپ ایز مچ ریسرچ ایز پاسبل آن دوز کوسچنز اینڈ آف کورس دس از اے کمپلیکس سبجیکٹ لائک ایوری ایوری ہیومن سبجیکٹ از کمپلیکس ناٹ جسٹ دس ایون انرجی از کمپلیکس ایون ایجوکیشن از کمپلیکس ایوری تھنگ از کمپلیکس اینڈ یس آف کورس وی ہیو ٹو ڈیل ود دیٹ کمپلیکسٹی ایز آئنسٹائن سیڈ اکنامکس اور سوشل سائنس از فار مور کمپلیکس دین دین فزیکل سائنس بیکاز ایٹمس ڈونٹ ٹاک بیک ہیومن بینگس ڈو ٹاک بیک So yes, it's complex. So this is a reminder to remind us that it's complex, I think is not constructive. I always tell my students that it's complex. And the other thing is who will implement that also doesn't concern us. What concerns us is to understand the problem. And I don't think we've quite understood this problem. Even today, after this discussion, I haven't quite understood this problem. What we've understood is that Lord Macaulay was a great man. 
he constructed a system that we still can't give up we cling on to it for dear life main sawal pooch raha hu aap logo sab se agar aaj hum na civil service ka imtihan de na hum le wo bande jo ki american history pe oh sorry you've lost me okay can you hear me now उटॉक्सिंग we are still saying a dc for example mera sher lahore hai lahore is larger than new york why the hell do i want a dc or a dg lda to prepare a master plan bhai main kehta nahi chahiye master plan hame hamare sath bahas to kar le wo bahas bhi nahi karna chahte kyunki wo dg lda dc yaar bachcha hai meri ek dg lda ke sath bahas hui thi shahbaz sharif sharif was backing me shakil sahab sun le shahbaz sharif was backing me jab maine kaha tha high rise banao ek dg lda wo kya naam tha ah chima वो कहता मैं नहीं बनाने दूंगा एंड ही वन शबाज शरीफ लॉस्ट अगर इसका विटनेस चाहिए राना सनावला विटनेस ही वाज राइट देयर एंड डीजी एलडीए वन चले बट आई वोंट से एनीथिंग ऑन माय ओन सो लेट्स फॉरगेट इट लेट्स मूव ऑन शाहीना निसार लेट्स टेक सम क्वेश्चंस एंड आई विल कम बैक टू द पैनल देन यू कैन आंसर देम शाहीना निसार गो अहेड हेलो थैंक यू सो मच फॉर गिविंग मी एन अपॉर्चुनिटी व्हेन आई थिंक ऑफ सिविल सर्विस इन पाकिस्तान इट सीम्स लाइक अ कार्व्ड आउट स्ट्रक्चर um to represent a government elite class uh, with perks and benefits and i was very happy to see um uh, the comments of and i would really endorse uh, mr shahid kader's uh, comment that all perks should be monetized and i'm an economist and i've been thinking about it because it just it does um support the concept that you know our resources are limited and there is a price for that so i would just endorse that aspect my view we we are facing a lot of problems with governance and people keep on talking about another structure for governance my thought process goes like this and this is because i've also worked at the grassroots level and there was one project uh, this was a world bank project where i did the mid term evaluation of a project and i realized that it is so very important that the government machinery should be efficient enough and so does the the comment of mr uh, said shafkat that you know we have to reform the provincial and the local government um and you know pay attention to it because this is very important for service delivery and you have to promote that and you're promising the government is promising uh, the the people at the grassroots level certain uh certain um you know they are the beneficiaries and there's no process that you know can do without the government efficient uh you know structure so my my thought process works like this all reforms should be objective oriented and that by that i mean that one should not divorce the structure of civil service the bureaucrats and bureaucracy from the real issues um economic issues and social issues and accordingly um the institutions will take place this is a process and then you realize how institutional uh progress should take place and how objectives can be defined and implemented etc 
that also requires that you give certain empowerment to the people um, and you listen to them at the grassroots level. And that really means that the government has to promote it, her own accountability. I really like the, the Mr. Shahid Kader's uh, suggestion that you know, at the federal level, it should be strategic policies and strategies. And then at the local level, you know, it should be service delivery. So this should be thought out through, throughout um, in the process, what are we trying to achieve actually with this, the role of the civil service? I've got another point and that is, um, I'm just listening and I'm just thinking about certain things. Um, so, so governance, you just cannot impose governance like this. You just cannot impose institutions like this. You, you have to, to work with the, the reality on the ground. And that is the reason when we do not have technical knowledge. Uh, oh yeah, the important point is that there should be an internship program probably. I mean, that's just a thought out of the box, probably. Uh, the recruiting process, um, I was just thinking maybe it's a good idea to, in, to include a recruitment process whereby um, people coming out of universities and all that could spend two years or three years uh, working in the discipline they want to and show their performance, their interests, their passions. This, is, this would be a test for them also to realize where are they interested, how they can promote, just like um, Teach for America program, for example, that works Thank and you. stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, I think you cannot impose governance, institutional reform and all that, unless you link it with the ground realities and Thank issues. You. Thank you. Uh, Dr. thank you very much. Uh, such an important uh, discussion on a very crucial uh, subject. I have a basic fundamental question. But first of all, I want to two things. I want to Ms. Nargis Sethi, panelists. They are all very uh, highly experienced people. उन्होंने पासिंग रिमार्क्स दिया है पर जलने का कि वहां अगर कोई रिफॉर्म्स करने की कोशिश की जाए या वहां जरूरत है तो मेरे ख्याल में उनका एक पर्सनल तजरबा भी है प्रोवर्बियल हमारे यहां पर जलने की बातें दो इंस्टीट्यूशंस के रेफरेंस से की जाती हैं एक इंस्टीट्यूशन की वो सेक्रेटरी रही हैं खुद मेरे ख्याल में जो मेरी इफ आई अगर जरूरत है तो हमें डिफेंस सर्विसेज रिफॉर्म और जुडिशियल सर्विसेज रिफॉर्म की बात भी करनी चाहिए अपफ्रंट करनी चाहिए एंड आई एम श्योर देयर इज अ नीड फॉर डूइंग द रिफॉर्म्स इन बोथ जुडिशरी की डिस्कशन परसों हो रही है और अगले संडे को भी तो जुडिशरी की डिस्कशन मैंने ये कहा कि हमें शायबे नहीं करना चाहिए इस बात से जिन जिन सेक्टर्स में रिफॉर्म्स की जरूरत है उनकी बात की जानी चाहिए दूसरी बात शफकत सब ने बहुत जबरदस्त बात की है कि ये एक सोशल और कल्चरल इशू है नॉन इंप्लीमेंटेशन का मेरा असल क्वेश्चन नॉन इंप्लीमेंटेशन पे मैं अभी ए, एक सेंटेंस के बाद नहीं आता हूं अगर ये रवैयों का मसला है और चंद रवैयों की वजह से अभी तक इंप्लीमेंटेशन नहीं हो सकी तो क्या रवैये चेंज हो गए हैं नॉम आई कम टू माय एक्चुअल क्वेश्चन एंड क्वेश्चन इज दैट यू ऑल हैव रेफर्ड टू नंबर ऑफ स्टडीज reforms proposals 
کمیٹیز اینڈ کمیشن اور اتفاق کی بات یہ ہے کہ آپ میں سے اکثر لوگ ان تمام پروسیس میں کسی نہ کسی طرح ڈائریکٹلی یا انڈائریکٹلی انوالو رہے ہیں تو یو ہیو ان ڈیپتھ نالج آف دا پرابلم آف دی ریکمینڈیشن ان دا پرپوزل میڈ ان دوز کمیٹیز بٹ کڈ یو کائنڈلی سے کہ بیسیکلی کیا وجہ کیا ہے کہ اتنی ساری اسٹڈیز ہوئی ہیں اور امپلیمنٹیشن از آلموسٹ نگلیجیبل نمبر ون نمبر ٹو اب جب ہم بیٹھے یہ ساری باتیں کر رہے ہیں تو واٹ از چینج واٹ میکس اس بلیف کہ اگر کوئی نئی ریکمینڈیشن آ جائیں گی کوئی نیا ریفارم جو ہے وہ آ جائیں گی نئی پرپوزل آ جائیں گی جو کہ آئی ایم شیور انہی میں سے ایکسٹریکٹ کیا جائے گا تو نئی پرپوزل آ جائیں گی تو ان کو جو ہے وہ امپلیمنٹ کر لیا جائے گا اگر پہلے نہیں امپلیمنٹ ہوا اور جو امپیڈیمنٹس تھے وہ تمام چیزیں جنہوں نے روکے رکھا تھا امپلیمنٹ نہیں ہونے دیا آل دوز فورسز آئی وڈ یوز دا ورڈ آل دوز فورسز ویدر دے ور ان سول سروس آر دے ور امنگ پولیٹیشینس آر دے ور اینی ویئر ایلس اگر جو ہے وہ اس ہرڈل کو ہم اوور کم نہیں کر سکے پچھلے پچاس سالوں میں تو کون سی ایسا یو نو کیمیکل انجینئرنگ از پاسبل ناؤ دیٹ دوز کچھ آئیڈیاز تھے میرے ایک تو یہ کہ جو نیکسس کی بات ہوئی تو نیکسس کو توڑا جائے ڈی ایم جی پولیس اور پولیٹیشنس کا اور یہ ان جو یہ جو فورسز ہیں جو پلیئرز ہیں ان کو ویکن کیا جائے اور یہ نیکسس کو ان ورکبل کیا جائے ایک تو یہ تھاٹ تھا دوسرا یہ کہ جو آؤٹ آف دا باکس تھنکنگ کی بات کر رہے ہیں جسٹ فوکسنگ آن امپلیمنٹیشن تو جتنی جلدی ہم جو مختلف آفیسز اور ڈپارٹمنٹس ہیں ان کو ہم آٹومیٹ کر سکتے ہیں تو پھر یہ ہے کہ کوئی چیز چھپی نہیں رہتی کہ پروسیسیز میں کتنا ٹائم لگا کدھر چیزیں پھنسی ہیں اور پھر جیسے یہ فیس بک وغیرہ میں جیسے آپ ایڈورٹائزنگ کریں اور پوری رپورٹ آ جاتی ہے کہ جی آپ نے انویسٹمنٹ کیا کیا اور اس کا رزلٹ کیا آیا یہ ساری چیزیں بھی بڑی آسانی سے مانیٹر ہو سکتی ہیں تو یہ ایک ایسی چیز ہے یہ جو ٹیکنالوجی کی جو جو ٹرانسپیرنسی ہے وہ چیزیں ایکسپوز کر سکتی ہے اور پھر کوئی چیز چھپی نہیں رہ سکتی اور پھر جو آگے جو بیٹر پروگرس کر رہا ہے وہ سامنے آ جائے گا اس کو استعمال کیا جائے ٹو دا میکس اور چھوٹے اسمال ونس آر بیٹر دین نو ونس تو لیٹس گو فار دا اسمال ونس ٹھیک ہے محمد عامر صاحب سب تھینک یو فار گرانٹنگ می دی اپرچونٹی سر میرے دو دو تین کوشچنز ہیں ایک تو یہ کہ یہ جو آرم فورسز کا کوٹا ہے جس میں ایٹ سیٹس ان کی ہوتی ہیں تین آرمی کی دو ایئر فورس کی دو دو تین نیوی کی تو یہ والی کیوں نہیں یہ والا کوٹا مطلب کیوں نہیں ختم کیا جاتا وہ کیوں اس طرح سے کمپیٹ کر کے نہیں آتے جبکہ ہم سویلینس ادھر نہیں جا سکتے تو یہ وہی بات ہے کہ ادھر مطلب بات کرتے ہوئے ہمارے پر چلتے ہیں دوسری بات یہ ہے کہ لوکل گورنمنٹ کا جو سسٹم ہے وہ کیوں نہیں اسٹرینڈن کیا جاتا جو پرویز مشرف کا سسٹم تھا 2000 کا ڈیولیوشن آرڈر اس کو کیوں نہیں امپلیمنٹ اس کے لیٹر اینڈ اسپرٹ میں کیا جاتا جبکہ اس کے کافی اچھے ریزلٹس دیکھنے پہ آئے لوکل لوکل لیول پہ کافی اچھی ڈیولپمنٹ ہوئی امپلیمنٹیشن ہوئی 
और एक चीज और है कि ये जो सिविल जो कमीशन है प्रोविंशियल कमीशन और फेडरल कमीशन फेडरल पब्लिक सर्विस कमीशन इनमें इतना वो एनर्शिया क्यों है क्यों इतनी लेक्सिटी है तो ये तीन क्वेश्चन है सर थैंक यू सिस्टमेंगे Khalid sir that was the reason why i mentioned you should be in the business of financing and not in the business of delivering the service that was precisely the point right yeah because you failed completely to provide decent quality services in education in particular example de raha tha that the financing part will enable you to focus on the outcome just hiring and recruiting teachers and building schools is not going to give you outcome That is precisely my point. Okay, I can go on, but just to illustrate and to answer your question, that is precisely the reason okay. I argued in that. Shayad, I know, Shahid. I know you have to go. So, any last thoughts? No, you know, us uh, tak baat theek hai. There is a very strong nexus. We we know this, uh, but there are certain things, uh, and to uh, I've argued this before. She came to Rani Sadne. इसी को सपोर्ट किया कि देर आर सर्टेन थिंग्स दैट वी हैव नॉट बीन एबल टू डू इवन व्हेन इट कम्स टू इंप्रूविंग द बिजनेस प्रोसेसेस व्हिच डजंट रियली अटैक द सिविल सर्विस अथॉरिटी सो अगर वो वाली काम बाद एंड देन वी कैन स्टार्ट द प्रोसेस जैसे ये बात की ये नहीं हो सकता मैं ये कह रहा हूं कि भाई कुछ चीजें हो सकती एंड दिस इज नॉट बिजनेस प्रोसेसेस यू कैन एक्चुअली स्टार्ट सेइंग एंड आई नो इट्स अ स्लो प्रोसेस द इट्रेशन प्रोसेस द रेट ऑफ इट्रेशन इज 1.7% पर एनम But we can start saying that, "Yar, ye skills nahi chahiye, aaya is guru guru nahi karna." Acha, mujhe ye pata hai ki yar ye ye vacant position hai ye. Yar ye aise karein ki ye jo pension scheme hai, aaj ispe freeze kar de. Is pension scheme ko at on these benefits today, going forward, usi aadmi ki, usi aadmi ki jo pension stream hogi will be on the new new scheme. So you can, look at the world has done what? Private sector has done what? स्कीम होती थी खत्म करके उस पर फ्रीज किया एंड व्हाट वी You simply have a very simple system where you have a problem fund. So, my saying is that these things can happen. This saying that it can happen, it can happen, it can happen. Frankly, I have a real problem with that. Or even, and, and we can start. This is what you have said. Who has said that the Lahore administrator should be a great seventeen officer? Then we say that there is no capacity. When you have made a decision that the great seventeen, great seventeen, eighteen. बंदा जो होगा विल बी द हेड ऑफ द एलडीए इंजीनियरिंग साइड बाय डेफिनेशन कैपेसिटी नहीं सो इट्स दैट काइंड ऑफ स्ट्रक्चर आई नो इट विल टेक टाइम कौन कह रहा है कि ये रातों रात होगा 
कुछ कुछ चीजें एंट्री लेवल पे हो जाएंगी कुछ आज हो सकती है सो आई जस्ट स्टॉप थैंक यू थैंक यू वेरी मच थैंक यू शबकत रसूल साहब आखिरी क्वेश्चन इसके बाद कोई हाथ ना खड़ा करे शबकत रसूल साहब वो है शबकत रसूल आयुदय जी उनका भी अगर before i go back to the panel abid sharwani sahab rector of umt abid sahab you had long experience in pakistan long experience of management etc what's your take on civil service reform aap kya kahenge kyun nahi ho raha aur kya karna chahiye aur kyun hum isme bar bar fail karte hain abid sahab abid sharwani sahab are you there मेरी तो सर कोई तकरीबन बत्तीस साल से हम ब्यूरोसी से नब्बर आजमा है इन डिफरेंटेजेस क्योंकि हमने बिल्कुल दो कमरों से एक इंस्टीट्यूशन शुरू किया था और आज अलहमदिल्ला यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ मैनेजमेंट टेक्नोलॉजी एक बहुत अच्छा इंस्टीट्यूशन शुमार होता है और तकरीबन तीस हजार ग्रेजुएट्स हम प्रोड्यूस कर चुके हैं लेकिन मैं समझता हूं कि ब्यूरोसी के अंदर जो है अभी तक मैंने बत्तीस साल में ये देखा जहाँ से हमने सफर शुरू किया था हम उससे बहुत पीछे चले गए हैं और बत्तीस साल पहले जो नेशन थी जो हमसे बहुत पीछे थी वो हमसे बहुत आगे चले गई आप ताइवान को देख लें आप वियतनाम को देख लें आप मलेशिया को देख लें आप तुर्की को देख लें इंडोनेशिया को देख लें इवन चाइना को देख लें तो हम ब्यूरोसी में बहुत अच्छे से सुन रहे हैं रिफॉर्म्स करने की रिफॉर्म्स की कमेटी पिछली गवर्नमेंट ने भी एहसन इकबाल साहब ने इस बहुत काम किया रिफॉर्म करने की लेकिन कुछ ना कर सके उससे पहले भी डॉक्टर शाह साहब बहुत अरसे से लगे हुए हैं नहीं हो सकी क्योंकि जिन्होंने रिफॉर्म करना जो इम्प्लीमेंट करना हो तो ब्यूरोसी है वो कैसे चाहेंगे तो इसके लिए मैंने कुछ तजावीज दी थी कि हमारा पूरा जैसे डॉक्टर सही शबको साहब ने दुरुस्त कहा कि ट्रेनिंग है एटीट्यूड है हमें अब ट्रेनिंग से निकलना पड़ेगा हमें अपना करिकुलम ठीक करना पड़ेगा एटीट्यूड ठीक करने पड़ेंगे अपना ब्रीफ ठीक करना पड़ेगा अगर हम ये चीजें कर लेंगे तो शायद हमारी बेहतरी हो जाए अदरवाइज शायद पांच साल बाद हम दोबारा कोई सेमिनार ऐसा करेंगे तो हमें हमारे पास यही फैक्टर फिगर आएंगे बहर मेरी दुआ है 
और इसमें कोई हर्ज नहीं है कि हम सिक्सटीज का जो जज्बा था वो हम वापस ले आए तो हमें फिर हार्वर्ड बिजनेस रिव्यू अपने जगह दे और हमारे पर एक स्टडी करे कि हम किस तरह से एशिया की वर्ल्ड पावर बन सकते हैं बहुत शुक्रिया सर थैंक यू थैंक यू ओके जी बैक टू यू नरगिस बेबी नरगिस योर लास्ट वर्ड यू विल क्लोज डाउन आफ्टर दिस नरगिस यू हैव टू अनम्यूट योरसेल्फ सॉरी सॉरी ओके आई स्टिल फील दैट यू नो वी वी हैव डिस्कस्ड एवरीथिंग बट वी हैव नॉट आई एम रिपीटिंग बट वी हैव नॉट डिस्कस्ड अ स्ट्रेटजी फॉर इंप्लीमेंटेशन and we really need to work on that and whoever is going to be talking about uh, the reform agenda now must talk about the reform agenda with the strategy for its implementation you know it is being uh, even only the other day we read in the newspaper that some uh, people are going to be taken in from uh, the provinces into the pakistan administrative service and uh, they will have you know now they will be able to serve all across pakistan i really want to see how that will really be done and if the provinces have been taken on board about it or not so when we give a recommendation we give a proposal you know then we must uh, do that along with its uh, implementation strategy thank you thank you narayan bibi said sir can i just ask you a simple question aapne jo baat ki about um, changing the public service commissions what if we abolish the public service commission and what if we just simply don't have this silly exam of making people memorize the american history or global botany or dogger's general knowledge to ko farak pad jayega bilkul farak pad jayega nadeem main aapse is baat pe bilkul mutafiq nahi hu aur main maafi chahta hu main aapko ye bhi kehna chahta hu ki ab ye lord macale wali service nahi hai ye service jo hai ye wo service hai jo hamare apne ravaiyon hamare apne जो है पाकिस्तान है जिस वैल्यूज है और चेंज करना है और रिक्रूटमेंट का प्रोसेस बदलना है तो उसमें आप ये दो तीन गुजारशात सुन लीजिए पहले आपने एज और क्वालिफिकेशन की लिमिट यानी आप अभी तक सब जो हैं वो फेडरल पब्लिक सर्विस की तरफ ज्यादा तोज्जो दे रहे हैं मैं आपकी तोज्जो दिलाने की कोशिश कर रहा हूं कि खास तौर पे अब जबकि हमारी एक ट्रेजिडी बहुत बड़ी जो सामने आ रही है वो ये है कि जो फेडरल सिविल सर्विस थी हमारी उसने फेडरल फेडरल स्पिरिट खत्म कर दिया और फेडरल स्पिरिट ये थी कि आप एक से दूसरे सूबे में और पूरे मुल्क के अंदर सर्व करेंगे और और जो अंग्रेज का तरीका कार था वो था कि आपने डिस्ट्रिक्ट्स में जाना है उसके बाद ऊपर आना है तो ये ये जो है हिस्सा बहुत हद तक महदूद हो गया जिसमें कि हमारे अपने सिविल सर्वेंट इस जनरेशन के खास तौर पे जिम्मेदार हैं तो एक तो ये इसको इसको एड्रेस करने की जरूरत है यानी हाउ डू वी रिवाइव दल स्पिरिट एंड फॉर देट यू नीड टू हैव ए Hmm. So it's a velocity. Hmm. You would like this 
full service roof, it is going to be eight. Are are you listening? Yes, yes. Are, are you with me? I can see. Yes, yes. So, so, in my opinion, the state wither away is not doing. The state, new ideas, is becoming very strong in front of us. Whether it is America's state or whether it is کہیں اور کی اسٹیٹ ہو تو اس کے خد و خال بدل رہے ہیں اور وہ خد و خال جو ہیں اس میں ٹیکنالوجی اور پرٹیکولرلی میں پھر ریپیٹ کرتا ہوں کہ یہ جو سرویلنس ٹیکنالوجی ہے اس کا رول بہت بڑا ہوگا سو اسٹیٹ جو ہے وہ اپنے کنٹرول کو ایکسپینڈ کرنے کے لیے ہر قسم کی کوشش کرے گی اور اس میں اسٹیٹ کے اندر جو کمپیٹنگ ایکٹرز ہیں جو ان چیزوں کو ریگولیٹ کر رہے ہوں گے ان کو طرف آپ کو توجہ نہ ہوگی سو یہاں پہ ہے رول کہ جی جو لوگ جمہوریت پہ یقین رکھتے ہیں لبرٹیز کو پروٹیکٹ کرنا چاہتے ہیں سول رائٹس کے حق میں ان کا رول کیا ہے کیا وہ کسی اس کے لیے تیار ہے نہیں تو ایک تو یہ ہے کہ آپ نے اگر فیڈرل لیول پہ دیکھنا ہے تو پہلے آپ فیڈرل لیول کے انٹری ایج اور اس کے حوالے سے اس فیڈرل پبلک سروس کمیشن جو ہے اس کی کمپوزیشن اس کو ذرا بدلنے کی کوشش کریں جو کہ اتنا آسان کام نہیں ہے اور میں سمجھتا ہوں کہ فیڈرل سول سروس کی بھی جو ہے وہ میں نے ایک کلاسیفکیشن دی ہوئی اگر آپ مجھے اجازت دیتے ہیں تو میں بتا سکتا ہوں کہ میرے خیال میں جو فیڈرل سروسز ہیں وہ چار چیزوں کی طرف بنیادی طور پہ فوکس کر رہی ہوں تو کوئی کام کی بات ہو سکتی ہے جس میں کہ پہلی جو ہے وہ ہو کہ آپ اس سروس کی طرف جا رہے ہوں جو کہ انفراسٹرکچر کی طرف غور کر رہی ہے دوسری سروس ہے جو کہ ہوم لینڈ سیکیورٹی سے تعلق رکھتی ہے تیسری ہے جو فارن سروس سے تعلق رکھتی ہے چوتھی جو ہے میں نے ان کے نام دیے ہوئے ہیں چوتھی جو ہے وہ فائنینس اکنامک اور پلاننگ کے ساتھ تعلق رکھتی ہے تو یہ جو ہے فیڈرل جو ہے وہ اس کی طرف توجہ دیا جائے اور ورنہ آپ کے پاس جو آپ بار بار خدشات اظہار کرتے ہیں کہ فوج کیوں آ جاتی ہے فوج کیوں ایکسپینڈ کرتی ہے اب آپ اس وقت دیکھیے کہ انفارمیشن منسٹری کہاں ہے اس ملک میں کیوں آئی ایس پی آر نے رول وہ ادا لے لیا کیونکہ جن کا یہ کام تھا اور بہت اچھا کام ایک وقت میں کیا گیا انہوں نے اپنا کام کرنا چھوڑ دیا تو دوسرا کیونکہ یہ ویکیوم میں چیزیں نہیں رہ سکتی سو اس طرح سے یہ ایک تو اس فیڈرل لیول پہ آپ کو پبلک سروس کمیشن اور انٹری کے حوالے سے یہ ان باتوں کی طرف توجہ دیکھنی ہوگی جس میں کہ پورے ملک کے لیے فیڈرل سروس جو ہے وہ اوپن ہو لیٹرل انٹری واز ناٹ اے بیڈ آئیڈیا لیٹرل انٹری اس لیے خراب ہو گیا کہ اس کا ابھی بھی کیونکہ لیٹرل انٹری جو ہے وہ آپ کے ہاں پروفیشنلس کو انٹر ہونے کی صلاحیت دے سکتی ہے موقع دے سکتی ہے اس لیے اس کی طرف آپ کی توجہ ضرور ہونی چاہیے اور اس کو مضبوط کرنے کے لیے ہمیں کوشش کرنی چاہیے جو تیسری اور آخری بات ہے وہ ہے کہ چونکہ فیڈرل لیول کے اوپر آپ نے ایگزامنیشن کیونکہ ہم ریفارم کی بات کر رہے ہیں ہم ریسٹرکچرنگ نہیں کر پا سکتے ہم ریولیوشن نہیں کر سکتے اور ہم ریفارم جو ہے وہ ایولیوشنری سلو اور ان پیس میل ہوگی پیس میل ریفارم تو اس لیے یہ آپ کو ان چیزوں پہ جو کہ آپ تبدیل کر سکتے ہیں ان کی طرف توجہ دینی چاہیے تو میں آپ سے یہ کر رہا ہوں کہہ رہا ہوں کہ فیڈرل لیول پہ جو نیچر آف سول سروس ہے وہ تبدیل ہو گئی ہے مگر اس کی سب سے بڑی بنیاد یہ ہے کہ سیاستدان نہیں چاہتا کہ ڈپٹی کمشنر کا آفس بند ہو جائے اگر وہ چاہتا وہ فوج نے کرنے کی کوشش کی دو ہزار ایک میں مگر اس میں وہ مزید مضبوط ہو کے سامنے آئے جس وقت ان کو موقع ملا دو ہزار تیرہ کا آپ ایکٹ اٹھا کے دیکھ لیے جو اس وقت تک لاگو ہے مختلف صوبوں میں انہوں نے دیکھا پنجاب 
the deputy commissioner is not withering away. So politician is interested in retaining. And similarly, the service is equally interested. Therefore, my request and suggestion is that, you know, let's move and think in terms of Provincial Public Service Commission, reorganize it, improve its uh, composition, think of provincial exam, build the capacity of the provincial governments and so that they are able to really uh, you know, do and deliver the services. And if you do that, the local government ordinance and local government now, which is part of the uh, constitution, which is, which is third tier of the constitution as a consequence of 18th amendment and 148, let's really ensure that local elections are held urgently and immediately. And on that basis, you know, you will begin to see changes and improvement in the delivery of services. We are too occupied with reference to local government only in case of sin, because their local government means that only one particular community, whether you like it or not, will benefit. Hmm. Issue of cities that you hmm. why do we? So if you want to have a metropolitan uh, affair, you have to think through this and look at Lahore. You have ten towns two cantonments and one LDA. And for all this, you know, you don't need deputy commissioners. I absolutely agree. But then you have to find and, and create an alternative for which we are not ready. And if we want an alternative, thank you so much. Thank you, Saeed Saab. Thank you. Let me bring in, I just saw Javed Masood is here. Javed Masood, the former senior civil servant as well. Javed Saab, do you have anything to say? We are closing, but I'll give you the floor for two minutes if you have anything to say. Unmute yourself, please. Unmute Javed Saab. Javed Saab, you have to unmute your mic. Mic ko dekhe, mic ko. Huh, that's better. Go ahead. Okay, the brief comment is that if you are looking at the two dilemmas hmm. that plague the civil service today, one is inefficiency and the other is the uh, tendency of act as courtiers to the government. Now, if you look back, the two points that have all, always been a matter of hurt for the uh, hardcore civil civilian bureaucracy is Bhutto's uh, removal of constitutional guarantees and the introduction of lateral entry. Doksab has made a very good comment on, on the uh, effect of lateral entry. Now, I am also on the same page as Dr. Said Shapkar that the few examples that were of the persons inducted through lateral entry, my experience, my interaction with them is that on the average, they were better than the regular civil servants. Surely there were problems in the induction process. And if the induction process can be improved, this is something which uh, has, uh, has a utility. Instead of the government relying on part-time consultants, I think the government would be better off if they uh, have a system by which they can have induction uh, on, on a uh, selective basis. Now, the very interesting thing is that no civil servant has, or the civil service organization has ever protested against the induction of people from the armed forces into the civil service. 
and yet they have they get the seniority that they bring for themselves from the armed forces and they are preferred by many of the uh, dictatorial uh, governments in pakistan you you see many examples of that particularly with regard to posting in the provincial governments the other point is that uh, the question of the withdrawal of constitutional guarantee can any one of you among among this gathering and i'm sure there would be many other uh, former civil servants who are present here can any of them give a statement that the level of morality and the level of uh, moral courage by our civil has increased by the to the restoration of constitutional guarantees my uh, point is that it has not it has only worsened instead of thank you thank you thank you javed sir but well um, there's a lot to say ladies and gentlemen i'll uh, i think i'll have to close but before that let me also ask nasim beg saab a view from the private sector nazim beg sir do you have anything to say on civil service reform uh yes only one thing i am uh, totally confused on mm. on the matter of uh, uh, uh the post 18th amendment if if provincial governments and what we we are yet to see the uh, uh city governments etc function why mm. shouldn't they be hiring their own people why should this be there be transferability between provinces between the federation and the provinces it just doesn't make sense to me if we want to hold people accountable there you go ladies and gentlemen i think once again uh, what we see is that we think we know a lot about every issue but unfortunately this lack of research capacity has meant that we have really not understood any of the issues in this country The 2011 Nobel Prize winner Robert Shiller has written a lovely book and an article before that called Narrative Economics, and uh, everybody's probably read the book Sapiens as well, which talks about stories. The point is narratives are very powerful, and uh, whereas Sahid Shafkat Sahab is right, there have been some changes in culture and things between us, but Macaulay's narrative lives on. We still have the Public Public Service Commission. We still have that same exam that Macaulay invented. which my father took which generations before him took where people ratified for two years and they got it i still don't see in this age why do we do that exam why can't we just take two online exams if you want to test iq or ability or whatever problem solving or there are all kinds of new things available the narrative of macaulay still lives on in terms of the civil service must have all the power we must mistrust everybody therefore we mistrusted the local entrant therefore even today we mistrust the professional the civil service once he is taken this exam at 26 he is all or she is all powerful she controls every agency she mistrusts every agency so if you appoint a vice chancellor that that's deputy secretary is not a problem vice chancellor is a problem so if you appoint a public sector agency head that vice chancellor that public sector agency head is a problem not the deputy secretary their deputy secretary can take over any department it's fine that's a narrative that's not reality so our narratives live on and are we through our research are only trying to change these narratives because i think the narrative that we know everything is wrong 
we really don't know anything and we really need to figure it out. And I don't see any reason why we should still have the exam. I don't see any reason why we should still have tribes. I don't see any reason why we shouldn't run the civil service just like the private sector. Hire people, fire them, make them work. If they don't work, get rid of them. Thank you very much, folks. We'll take the subject up again in another two weeks or so. It's been great. Thank you. All the best. I leave as confused as before. Thank you. Bye-bye.